now recording. <clears throat> going, boys. How's it going? Marlou. Can't complain. How about yourselves? It is going well. Wow, look at all, all you right. guys. Being I can find time. a way to complain. Yeah. <laughs> There's I, uh, always a way to complain. Yeah. I Nobody wants to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're here for, right? I mean, we can all complain to each other. That's, that's like, right. That's kind of why I feel like the guild exists. <laughs> I texted Gersh uh, at noon, at nine noon his time today, and never got a response. So, uh, okay, well. so yeah, right. I was just saying. Uh, and usually he does. Like usually, it's hours later. I don't usually wait till the same day, except for the reminder. But um, anyway, there you go. He didn't respond on Rocket either. He never responds on Rocket. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen him log into Rocket for months. He doesn't. Really, yeah, text is the only thing I, I ever get pinged back on, and not all the time. But well, we'll we'll fart around for a little while and then we'll get started. Oh, we still got to wait for Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing, Mark? I'm good. I'm doing yeah. all right. Talk to you guys in a while. Yeah, yeah. Since comrades last, been, yeah. I mean, for this, yeah, biggest, right, right. It's been a while. Like I, I was looking through. I actually kept track of how many times we tried to have the seventh session and failed. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening tonight. No matter what happens, even if yeah. it's just the three of you, the age oh, yeah. will turn. That's right. Yeah, I listened to the last uh, the last session. Nice. It's an interesting. That was the, <laughs> that was an interesting episode. It was it. It was great. Yeah, so much <laughs> just went completely off the rails. Yeah, it was definitely great. I, mean, I don't roll great normally, but I roll particularly bad. <laughs> in, in, but you know, from a story sessions. standpoint, I think I'm going to call that rolling good. Yeah, there you go. I look forward to the summary. I didn't get a chance to listen to it. And Nor yeah. did I. I have uh, yeah, had it was much while. whiskey since then. Yeah, it was back in October, I think, when last we played. Golly. Maybe even earlier. I don't know, Walker, I've seen your notes after a whole lot of whiskey. They were pretty That's good. Right. That, actually, honestly, that was... that was. <laughs> there was a lot more whiskey that followed those notes. That's why they kind of trailed <laughs> off at the end. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's good. That's good time. The vino did flow. Yeah. It's hard to believe well, that was here, well over a year here, ago. Uh, we'll yeah, I know. I was thinking that too. This is the year, boys. This is the year. This is the year. I don't know about Donkey Kong, but Dallas is definitely up. I'm planning to make that one. Yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. What else? What's everybody up to these days? Walker, your job's crazy, but quiet tonight. It's quiet tonight. Yeah, yeah. I I don't remember on October. I may have, I may have told y'all about it, but I accepted a job where they were basically firing the guy I'm replacing, but he had so 
fucked over their company that they were dependent on him. Um, it's, a, it's an IT role. He had built up this like this automated solution that required him to like do manual tasks like four hours a day. I love it. That's that's uh, uh, yeah, kind of the opposite <laughs> of automation in my mind. Right. Sure. And we're yeah. and we're talking like like get up at four thirty and flip switches and stuff and then maintain it throughout the day and then finish it like seven thirty at night. What were the numbers they had to type in and lost? Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's a lot like that. Anyway, so they kept him on. They gave him like a year contract. Um and basically it was we will pay you good money to help the next guy help me um replace you. And so as you can imagine, that's been a lot of that's been an interesting working relationship. <laughs> Is he being fired for cause? Um, I, yeah, I mean the cause the the cause is not a, he basically what he I give the guy some credit he he took a like there was they had no automation they had no everything was manual like all paper ordering all paper inventory management. And, and um, he, kind of failing wired something together it's exactly like, it and so, like kind of what i do actually so. and it, it let them increase like their volume by like 300 percent. so it, it was really great at the time but as it grew some of the shortcuts he made became unsustainable um unsustainable to the point where i feel bad for him because he he couldn't there's no way for him to reasonably like work his way out of it on his own he had got right. himself so stuck in the corner but and also he lacked the capability to right to Ooh. do it he was at the edge of his capability anyway. So here I am like leveling that up from kind of rewriting it from scratch. Um, and getting all, all the, the while the guy who's getting shit can. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All the while knowing that if something happened to him or he decided to quit, I'd be up shit Creek. So anyway, it's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So come about September of this year, I'll either be sitting pretty with that contract, his contract having terminated and having replaced all the stuff I needed to, or I'll be looking for another job. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. All right. Well, let's, that can be pretty stressful. Mm-hmm. Well, for whichever one of those two options you prefer. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's exactly. Come September, uh, I may be like, yeah, y'all are yeah. too far gone. Yeah. Pull, pull the fucking cord. I think it's going to be good though. Uh, it's on a better trajectory now. Good. Is it in the same field you've been in before, or did you dive into something completely new? It's an entirely new industry, but right. but my my profession has been software consulting. So I've sure. worked with various fields to build software to assist their their company. This is a little bit different because I'm actually I'm in the I am in the company as opposed to consulting outside of it. Um, but it. And it's this is in um, it's in manufacturing, as opposed to what I've done before has been mostly oil and gas or um, law firms or um, mostly oil and gas really, ten ten years or so. Manufacturing is a little different. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck good with luck. that. Yeah. yeah thanks. <laughs> And Mark, how are you doing? Everything yeah, I'm all right. Under control. Yeah, yeah it's just 
Yeah, more of the same. It's supposed to snow tonight, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's something something strange. Yeah, yeah. And so, if it, I hope it doesn't. Stay, it's gonna. No one knows how to drive in that stuff out here. So, yeah. Um, well, I gotta for... say, um, my wife loves it when it snows, and I have come to hate it because yeah, no one here drives knows how to drive in it either. But if I don't have to go to work, I find I really don't care. Yeah, it's nice to look at. But... Yeah, I mean, if I don't have to drive to work. How often are you going in these days, Doug? Um, zero. Wow, that's fantastic. I, last time I was in was in, I think I went in one time over the summer because my boss had bought me a wireless headset and left it on my desk. That was the last time I was in. Wow. That's yeah. great. It is. It is great. You know, and they, they gave me 500 bucks to do my home office. And mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, and I've told my boss, like, you know, even after I, I get my fucking, you know, everybody has their vaccine. I'm like, I, you know, I do data, I do programs, you know, I call into meetings. I'll come into work every once in a while, but I'm, I'm liking this working from home thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I got lucky and, and gave my desk up during during the pandemic. So there's no desk oh, to even yeah. go back to, which I'm yeah. super happy about. Yeah, they'll, I mean, they probably pull you in at, like, on a laptop yeah. or something, right? But yeah, yeah. No, I can handle it. Like, you know, a day a week, I can handle that. Just, you know, show show people you're still alive our office is now not reopening until june oh. yeah, we, we we were on the june schedule uh, uh like five months ago so we'll see if that holds up i don't know it's gonna be close i think might be optimistic yeah. i hope it's not it all depends on vaccine production i think so, uh -huh. i think they'll get the distribution figured out but it's uh the production side and then there's the Johnson and Johnson one. If that one can get approved, you never know. There's positive signs. Oh, Kyle is here. I, I knew I heard those dulcet tones. How are you doing, yep. Kyle? Oh, pretty good. Okay. What's everybody drinking tonight? I have a 12 year whistle pig. Ah, nice. Oh, fancy. Very nice. Drinking it probably a little too quick, but yeah, trying to get okay. lubricated for the end of the age. Yeah, who knows how long this will go? It could all be over. Could all be over very fast. Uh, <coughs> Perfect. TBK. I for my nap. Well, you know the the thing in this system is there is no like characters are supposed to die. Yeah, so that's what yeah. I mean. TPK, everybody dies. <laughs> Young ones to take over. As, it, as it's supposed to. Happen. Yeah, it's just everyone dies of old age instead of exactly violently. Yeah. TPK of old age. Yeah. Uh, very good, uh, Matt. What are you drinking? I've got two Islay drams in front of me today. I'm drinking first Lagavulin 16, and then I've got loaded in the chamber in our big ten. Like you've got the bottles in front of you, or you just have a couple of glasses? I have the bottles here too, but I have two drams poured. Oh, okay. All I got right. these little. Uh, these little bamboo lids for my Glencairn glasses, so I've got a little lid on top of the hard bag. <laughs> just waiting, for, just waiting for me to, <laughs> to get to it. Uh, Treat feet open later. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, what are you drinking? Uh, right now, I got some Pellegrino, but I got uh, a couple mm. Guinness uh, chilling in the fridge right now. I don't know if it'll be cold enough in time, but All right. for tonight anyway. 
Kyle, what about you? I, uh, I had a martini earlier, but um, right now I don't have anything. But I am oh. sitting in my family room looking at the bar. <laughs> so Longingly. Because you're yeah. on your phone, right? Probably, yeah. yeah. I'll probably get something here shortly. Maybe some bourbon. All right. The drunk talk pictures, you have a pretty well-stocked bar, so. Mm. Yeah. There are choices. Excellent. Duck, what do you got? Oh, sorry. I had to take my uh, fleece off. I was a little warm. Uh, I have, uh, you know, I uh, <laughs> we had bought um, some apple pears from Costco, uh -huh. and they were kind of going bad. So I'm like, oh, shit, I'll throw them in some ethanol. And I put a couple cinnamon sticks in there and it, and then it sat there for like two months. I forgot about it and I pulled it out. It's delicious. It's like one of the best things I've ever done. Very, very kind of warm, cidery. Yeah. 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 That sounds good. good. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll sweeten it up and uh, I actually like it cold more than hot, um, mm -hmm. but it's really good. Yeah. Like a, like a spiced cider. Well done. All right. Um, well, I got a text, but it was from Hollywood, not from Gersh. So oh. I think we're just going to call Gersh out tonight. Uh, but that's okay. We've got everybody else. So, oh. um, and Walker's looking forward to the recap. Um, I am. I've prepped for this session. I think this is the third time I prepped. So I didn't listen this time. I think I got like an hour in on yeah. the last session. I have my and... notes from when I listened the first time, but I know Mark listened. So I don't know, Mark, if you want to try giving a recap. Ooh, the whole recap. Yeah. That, I mean, let's all it'll be, like. It's going to be, we can like, uh, you know, uh, team, crowdsource team, this thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. You start off and I'll jump in or if anybody else wants to jump in. Okay. Because the main parts I remember. Okay. So at the beginning of the last, the last session, there was going to be a meeting, right? Yep. Big meeting. Big meeting called by the called uh, by the maintenance board. collective, mm -hmm. and the main the points of of this meeting was to help me fill this in. The, the main points they wanted to discuss was so uh, it was three one four coming out with the announcement, and this you know I, I they didn't really say right they they made these replicants they had sent out the meetings. Uh, the 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 quote unquote invitations, although they were kind of like you shall show up to the um, the keepers and sec force and um, what is your faction mark the uh, the uh, the throng throng yeah and they said you know you shall show up and uh, the but when you got to the meeting three one four said um, yeah, I've been talking to the void and the void says that there's stuff coming. So, you know, we're going to kind of, um, you know, there's a, been all this violence because uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the, the Andre Andre had been killed, you know, um, and the void. I've been talking to the void, which T314 is this source of inspiration and um the void is going to be now our guidance and, you know, Walker, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's going to like, it's the void's going to tell us and stop injustice before it occurs. We're all going to start listening to the void. And of course, to the keepers of the long sleep <laughs> and Isaiah, especially Isaiah, because um, uh, Cornelius was not at the meeting, but it's not really his thing anyway, but the void is like the evil. So he's like saying, <laughs> you know, substitute the void for Satan. 
And so uh, <laughs> He's talking that, that goes over like a, a lead balloon. Um, Isaiah gets very antsy. Uh, yes. If, uh, you know, are we supposed to be slaves to the maintenance collective? Um, and Isaiah had been rabble rousing before and was broadcasting the meeting with like a little body cam. Um, at the same time, Echo That's then, right. and we had Martin from SecForce. Echo tries to, uh, got in and took over Martin, who was the head of SecForce at the meeting, took over his body briefly and kind of, um, you know, he said, hey, you know what 314 is saying has some merit and then was bodily cast out of Martin. And both of them took some harm. Uh, and then 314 is arguing, hey, the void is telling us there's all these, you know, there's bad things coming. You know, we need to band together. We need to stop the violence. Um, and then the, the replicants move behind Isaiah and, Isa and 314 comes up and like lays his hands on Isaiah and and communes with the void. And Isaiah has this deep connection with the void. So, um, <coughs> oh, it was just, oh, I mean, it was, I love it. Um, so Isaiah like had this like emotional shit your pants kind of experience. So by the way, uh, three and four, you still have three holes on Isaiah and he's yeah. an NPC tonight. So, you know, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> it's also going to be the ending of an age. Um, but when that happens, so the replicants, um, so then uh, the keepers smash one of the replicants um, and they assault them because they're holding down their leader, right? Um, and they're like, there's a whole melee. 314 like basically gets, like I think your body is pretty much destroyed. Your, your program is thrown back into the, the, the data of the ship. Yeah. Um, and, um, Echo was already kind of is kind of hurting from the the, the, the interaction with Martin. Um, so the the MC is really like, and some of the replicants were damaged. I think you lost almost all of them. Maybe you have like two or three left. Um, <clears throat> and then I guess uh, then the your security AI starts to activate. So doors start shutting. Security drones start activating. Um, then SecForce like sees this as another threat rallies themselves uh, and just basically beats the shit out of all the replicants. Uh, and so people have been watching this on the live stream, which cuts out from Isaiah when the, um, when, when he touches the void. And so there's like this huge mob approaching sex force, you know, basically uh, disperses them um, moderately successfully. Um, and basically at the end of the session, um, you know, so sec force is basically, so you guys let the NPC faction kind of seize control of everything. Um, sec force has, uh, like has, has, uh, proclaimed martial law on the ship. Um, the keepers have like, you know, they're, they're seen, they have like a martyr status, um, uh, because, you know, they're kind of, they were assaulted and all this. The maintenance collective is definitely, um, from a, uh, PR standpoint on the downswing. And then, you know, in 314, uh, it doesn't have a physical body. Um, Echo, I think, I don't know, Echo, do you remember? You maybe are just slightly damaged. Um, yeah, I was kind of on the fritz. You were on one the arm. Yeah. yeah. Actually, your 314, your body is in sex force uh, possession. I wrote that down. 
So yeah, I was um, plus three carbon. My yes. algorithms escaped back into the ship system. Right. Yeah, your your, your being is in the system, but if you you know you could probably re-inhabit your body uh, if that's what you wanted to do. Um, the the sec force confiscated the keepers' weaponry, so they lost their surplus of weaponry. Um, the maintenance collective lost their uh, they got they gained the need for recruits. Um, so they went from a security surplus and then lost that and gained a need for recruits. So um, MC is probably hurting the worst. Um, what else we got? Um, I think I had like three harm, two oh, yeah. midnight or two, two harm. Yeah, everyone mm-hmm. in the room. I think uh, Isaiah had Isaiah and, and um, uh, Mason. Let's say both have two harm, but you know we can fast forward through that if we want. You know, everyone yeah. in the room was harmed. It was pretty. You know, you weren't there, Mark. So there wasn't. You know, we kind of just had you reacting to events and not doing anything. But that's where we are, right? So you guys can tell me. Um, let's talk about. Um, so just uh, let's talk about the mechanics, right? Because um, it's been a while. Um, there is a move that I'm gonna we're gonna trigger at the end of to end of the session, um, which is end of an age. Um, when an age ends, and we, wow, I can't. Boy, that's a weird looking word. Um, so you decide how much time has passed and choose one for your, so every character will have to choose one of these. Retire to safety, create a relic to pass on and make a new character. An early grave, trigger their death move and make a new character. They're still around. Say how they say how and change their playbook, keeping one move from their previous playbook. Or a horrific death. Say how their death drastically affected the populace and create a new character. Each player says one important way their family has changed since the previous age and may change their tradition, doctrine, or asset choices. Then begin the next age. So, I mean, we could even, uh, you know, we could even... Well, I want to set us up for the next stage. And I'm not thinking, you know, we would schedule that right away. I'm thinking this would kind of be the close of the season. But um, so, but I, I feel like we need to wrap up some of these loose end first. Like, mm-hmm. and then remember all the mechanics around. So I know, Mason, you were trying to get, you know, you kept failing on your roles to get into the life support. Uh, but, you know, maybe with Sec Force having to run, um, you know, all the martial law stuff, there's another opportunity there. Uh, but remember, there's the five systems. Uh, the bridge was the one you guys were the closest on. Uh, and wasn't Cornelius spending points to get another <clears throat> bridge point? Because that was, he wasn't at the meeting. I thought he was off chasing yeah, down the I DNA, re- chasing down the that. DNA of who we needed on the ship to get us into the bridge. Yeah. Let's see. Did I write that down somewhere? Maybe in the roll 20. But I don't remember how that turned out. Like I said, I only got th- through an hour of the session. And yeah. it was mostly the meeting. Yeah, we, may, I I may, we may have missed uh, following up on that. Let me just look and see if it's in my notes. Uh, I don't think... 
when I remember listening to it, I don't think we came back to it. So we could do that now. Let me, I, and I made note of that at the beginning. I just don't remember if that was enough points. So yet the Mankins Collective was trying to create a bioreplicant to get past bridge security, but they needed to fix one of the replicant tanks. Um, Cornelius learns about counts on access to the bridge, gets a sample kit for access to bridge. We're at four points for the bridge now. So we did record it. So you okay. got like some sort of uh, maybe DNA sample kit or something? Yeah, I think that was what the discussion was. Basically, to be able to find out who currently on the ship has the right DNA to get oh, us into right, the right. bridge. And I have that. That's actually in Rule 20. So you guys, the keepers have one point, one and a half points for the bridge, and the maintenance collective has two and a half. Um, so... Uh, there's only one more point, I think, because I think the bridge is five points. Right? Yeah. So that could easily be, um, you know, and, and usually you can put aside a surplus to, you get a point toward the bridge if you put aside a surplus. <clears throat> Mechanics wise. I thought we were, I thought too that the, the, the keepers, we had something that was replenishing that we were able to spend. I thought that was the throng. The throng had the... Okay. Uh, but maybe you do. Let's see. I also maybe. show the keepers with two and a half points on the bridge on roll 20. Maybe I got that wrong. Did I read that wrong? It's possible. Oh. Keepers. I show the keepers have a treaty on the throng. Maintenance collective has a treaty on the keepers. Sec force has a treaty on the keepers. I have the bridge as a separate thing, and I probably just wrote it wrong. I think I think it's just backwards. Let me let me fix it because it matches up otherwise. Yeah, it seems like yeah. I think you spent more on it. Okay. Um, and then we had recruits and knowledge needed justice in space. But I feel like weren't wasn't knowledge something that we kept getting. But we it feels like there was something we kept getting back every turn or every session. Uh, well, vice. Is something that the throng gets every session. I know that it would be in your, that's um, your family playbook if there was one. I didn't remember there being one for the keepers, but I could be wrong. Maybe I'm thinking that we got knowledge back once I fixed the holy yes, terminal. You did. You did. Um, <clears throat> we should. I don't know if we updated the. Um, you know, you have your surplus of weaponry is gone. Did you update yeah. that? The sec force took it right, so yep. or we gave them weapons to use to enforce no, the they harmony. Confiscated it, yeah. Oh no, it did get updated. Nice. Um, so yeah, you can definitely set aside. Um, you know, mechanistically, you can set aside a surplus and not use it to um, get a data. I think or a tech. What does that mean? Yeah, somehow we were getting data, I feel like, because that's what we were spending to get our points. Yeah, I think on the you bridge. were setting aside um, knowledge every session to get yeah. data. Let me see. At the contribute to research. At the beginning of each session, you may set aside surpluses to be used for research for this session. Gain win data for each surplus you set aside. So, you know. If you set aside knowledge, you can't say, well, we have a surplus of knowledge in the session and use it for something else. Right. We already used it for the data. I think, though, to get a point for the bridge, like that's half a point, right, is one data if you spend it. So you'd have to set aside two surpluses. Right. Um, 
but anyway um but we can uh you know so it sounds like probably trying to complete access to the bridge might be something you guys want to do um yeah that would give us some kind of end point i guess like oh my god we unlocked the bridge and the agents yeah <laughs> sure absolutely yeah it would be a good demarcation of an age um and we could go through all the triggering of what happens when you unlock uh, one of the ship systems um all right so some spore on the bridge kills us all could be could be it's um, the zombie spore yeah all right so i that's is that kind of what you're thinking cornelius and the keepers yeah, I think because we've got, well, I'm showing surpluses of recruits and knowledge, and I think we could spend knowledge again to bump another half point okay. on the bridge, which would bump us to three. All right. We'll, um, we'll, uh, and I'll come back to you uh, to figure out from a role play standpoint how that looks. Yeah, probably something with the DNA, I'm thinking. Right, exactly. The DNA test. Okay. And, it, you know, your knowledge surplus is like the holy terminal, so somehow you'll have to tie that in. Right. So we'll, we'll come up with some. All right, good. Uh, who wants to? Anybody else want to kind of tell me what they're thinking for this session for their family and/or character? Yeah, well, for the throng, I think I think I'm going to trigger uh, like when we do the age, uh, I'm going to trigger Mason's death move. Nice. And okay. uh, I I think that in the okay the last session he was hurt, and I, I kind of want to have it be that you know something from that injury. Um, you know, becomes chronic or critical. Was it electricity? Was it that 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 yeah. hit him? Yeah, it was like cattle prods and stuff. Okay, probably wasn't a lot of shocking. Maybe he had yeah. a condition or something. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Something or or triggers like an aneurysm or something like that. That's um. Um. So I, I want to say that he's right now. Maybe he's still a little bit taken from all that and not feeling good. He knows something's not right, but he doesn't want to um, give the impression you that at, he's... You're the advisor, right? Mason? Yeah. Have you looked at your death move? Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Go it says... Uh, I, uh, okay. Yeah, so I, I uh, tell my companions what I envision for the future, and until the end of the age, they get advantage as long as they work towards this goal. So... I, because I see him kind of going suddenly. Okay. I think that um, he spent. Oh, go ahead. I'm thinking almost uh, like you could. Uh, I don't know how you want to roll it. I'm almost willing to say you want to. You could trigger your death move now, um, and create like a, a temporary throng character um, to go through this session, right? Because that move is gonna is not gonna benefit you unless you did it at the it seems like it doesn't benefit you because it only lasts until the end of the age right? the age yeah yeah so if you trigger your death move at the end of an age it's not super beneficial but if you triggered your death move now and you know maybe had another throng character then you would be rolling with advantage as long as that character was um acting on i'll let you think about it okay uh, but i like that i like i mean death always adds a certain poignancy to a story so mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's a good idea. Uh, yeah, look through the look through the sheets and stuff and see. I mean, you yeah, I got a, I got an idea of what I want to do next already. But um, nice. All right, uh, I'll let you bubble on that. 
and maybe we'll come to you first was but i want to see what everybody's thinking and then we'll okay very good okay Uh, so real quick with for three and four um you know three and four had for three one four's perspective things didn't exactly go the way he thought they would (laughs) or it thought they would yeah they thought they would um and um you know, Mason was kind of his one connection to kind of humanity or what was what he thought was him starting to understand humanity. So I would like to um, tap into that at some point and have a have a conversation with Mason. Nice. OK, well, this is so we're going to have to. Oh, we could tie this into his death move somehow. Yeah. Oh. Well, and we might see how this goes, because I there is also a very strong death move for the void for the void, which could have some pretty cool effects for you guys, especially Gersh. Who's not here, but it would be really cool for him. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I like it. Touch. Let me see. Ooh. Oh, wow. Nice. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's, oh, that's interesting. All right. Um, Mr. Echo. Well, my death move is pretty interesting as well. Just reading. <laughs> Let's all die. <laughs> <laughs> we really well, didn't spend enough time looking at these death moves. Apparently. <laughs> well, I, I'm thinking they're particularly interesting to to uh, Cornelius because Ooh, yeah. um, it says in your final clock cycles, you send five data in files to the other families, divide it however you want, then trigger reveal research up to three times, indicating what these files contained. So they could be stuff I've found that helps Cornelius get onto the bridge. I like it. So now I just got to figure out how to die. <laughs> right. Well, I mean... Daisy, Daisy. <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming for me. Um, very good. All right. Uh, well, gosh, so much. I get a little shivers. You guys are great. Um <laughs> I think so. Maybe uh, the three one four Mason. So maybe there's a scene, um, you know, with Mason, uh, like in a hospital bed, um, and you know the disembodied program that is now three one four. What do you guys think? Um, so Mason's, you know, uh, you know, maybe you're kind of semi-conscious. You're you're very hurt. Uh, yeah. You know, you're, it's not looking, your prognosis is not good. Um, and 314 is, you know, emotionally and obviously physically reeling from, you know, this this meeting. Also, perhaps uh, maybe part of the humanity, uh, you know, Mason has been their friend. Um, and, you know, knowing that perhaps they contributed to Mason being in this current situation could be causing some consternation. So you guys... Uh, let's let's go to that. So I'm envisioning like you know Mason kind of in a hotel uh, hospital room, three one four. However you want to appear, yeah. And you guys can riff with it, change stuff up. Um, I'm okay with that too. Yeah. So I I envision there's some sort of um, sparking or lights whirling on machines that normally don't uh, behave this way. Um, and that's uh, you know three on four's essence moving into those systems, 
Mm. Um, yeah, maintenance perks up because right now he's writing into a data pad. Oh, nice. And so wow. he's, uh, and then he looks up and sees uh, all the stuff go up, the lights blink and things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four says, um, in a very, very weak, very, you know, scattered, um, not human sounding voice at all. Um, Mason, what I, I, I don't have, understand. How is Thruin for like, and I'm, and I'm sorry, I just get like, are you like talking through the computers? Have you like somehow like a shadow manifest like Echo does or? Yeah, it's, it's, um, uh, so you, he's got a little like a monitor protection. machine sitting off next to him that has a speaker mm-hmm. that's really only intended to give off, you know, varying types of beeps oh, to right. indicate his, his, his heart rates and, and yeah. all that. But, modulating but I've been able to modulate it into a, you know, it, it makes me sound even, makes the one four sound even weaker and more mm-hmm. hurt than probably he actually is. But nice. um, it's a very, very inhuman voice. Um, and it, says just mason i i don't understand I, I i was helping i was trying to to help everyone three and four why where are you now where are you I, I, everywhere and and nowhere i i don't know how much longer i can i can maintain this why didn't they why didn't they listen the the void is coming I only wanted to protect everyone. I don't know. I don't think people are... People don't always want to listen to the people who have the knowledge and the wisdom. I don't feel good myself. I don't think I can can go on much longer. So what I, what I want to do is I want three and four to be able to, in some way, um, impart my, um, uh, you know, since Gersh isn't here, what I see this doing is um, three and four imparting my connection to the void um, onto Mason as, as I'm starting to fizzle out. Yeah, but Mason, yeah. I mean, you could do that, and then Mason's just going to go. Um, is he if, dying? Is he dying, yeah, too? Yeah, he's, he's, he's dying. He wanted to die. Okay. Also. Everybody wants to die. Um, so, uh, he, he not, uh, not, not, not Cornelius, actually. Not Cornelius and uh, Isaiah. Cornelius, is, Cornelius' death move is a little too... Um, yeah. Like crazy explodey. And, yeah, yeah, and I, <laughs> I, I played uh, I played Cornelius more as like a helpful kind of techie right. guy and not yeah. the ma- maniacal <laughs> explodey tech guy. So, right. but we'll get right. to that. Um, gotcha. Yeah. And I know, I think I, so yeah, I, but you could, I mean, your death move, you can, um, it's all characters present. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want, but yeah. that's okay. That, that's fine. Um, uh, maybe so, we have a, but we could have a scene with Rue and Four and and uh, Isaiah. That could be very interesting. I could play yeah. Isaiah. We might, yeah, we, we could possibly. I could try. I don't. I wouldn't do it nearly as nearly as well as Gersh does. But <laughs> he is the one guy, the one human on the ship who's now actually seen the void because of that right. brief moment. Yeah. So I think, and I honestly think I, I kind of want to like. I hope Gersh can come back for uh, 
season two whenever we do it because he would kill this like a, yeah yeah like okay so so I, uh, I guess they're going for ask mason if um you know how could i have um what can i do um what can i do to help the humans on this ship oh that's good you? because that's kind of gonna that's gonna tie right into my death move because on this data pad he's been writing down his ideas for his vision for the government of the ship mm -hmm. like a like a like a grand council of families oh nice that can um because his in the preface to this to this plan he thinks or he, he writes that the way we've been doing things is unsustainable um we're going to tear ourselves apart before we even dream of making planet fall um we hold these truths to be self -evident. yeah yeah that's, and so on and so forth <laughs> Little comrades like, yeah I like it. <laughs> yeah but uh so he's got an idea of i mean i don't know particulars but of you know where a member of each family no business will take place on the ship or everybody must be in you know in a accordance with whatever wants to go down we have to come to agreements that kind of thing we can't uh you know just some kind of general ship government and that's his idea so i think when 314 asks him that mason channels him the contents of this data pad very nice and says um 314 please uh, you asked me what i think could happen is or what we need to do to help the humans and this is this is my vision this is my idea we need to have everybody on the same page otherwise we're just going to tear each other apart i'll see what please I can do. send this send this off to the other families and then right, right at that point mason's get this he's got this really hard migraine headache it almost feels like someone's stabbing him behind his eyes Three hundred four ups the dopamine level just a smidge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Is and he falls it? back. Yeah, and then and then it's black. He just nice something pops in his head, and the data data pad drops. Nice. So here's what I'm going to do. I love that. Uh, kudos, uh, Mason. Excellent job. So this this plan that Mason created is his death move. It's going to apply for the entire next age. Um, and you know, three one four is now in your possession, but you know, it, it you can pass it on to others. It can be stored in them, but it, it's now in your possession to do what you want. But as long as when someone is um, following the whatever is in this plan, and we don't have to specify exactly what's in it, uh, but they get to roll with advantage. So with anyone working toward advantage, yeah, which is you roll three dice and take the top two. Nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, and we'll have to give it a, a, a suitable name. Like, you know, the, uh, I don't know, Mark, you come up with something good. Yeah. Give me think on it. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a very enlightened plan. You know, you know, I don't want to say democratic because that leaves a weird taste in my mouth right now, but, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, it is, it's like a, you know, it's a, it's a well thought out plan for, you know, governance that, uh, has been kind of lacking, um, on the perseverance. So, uh, very good, very good. Uh, I love it. 
All right. And uh, if you want to uh, think about, so I'm going to, I'm going to, if you want to think about like picking up another character. Or... Yeah. Well, I'm going to say that when news of mates or when Mason's vital signs are recorded in the ship as uh, going, you know, flat, um, something happens in the sleeping chamber or the, you know, the pods mm-hmm. and another character. Twitches. Wakes, twitches. Yeah. Okay. The what eyes is, open. What is it's, the, huh? I'm, I'm, I'm leaning. I'm not hundred percent sure yet, but it's, I'm leaning towards the sleeper and it is. Okay. That was on the, before, before the ship took off, it was <clears throat> the main madam of the, <laughs> of nice. the, Nice. You know, the, the bottom yeah, bitch. The wrong. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah. so her yeah. eyes wake up. They're open. Oh, and then we nice. cut to the, uh, oh. cut to the next uh, group. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. First All right. Three, one, four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you want, do you have anything you want to do as, as Mason, uh, drops the data pad? Delete. Uh. that would be that would be one of those shatters this this manifesto can never see the light of day (laughs) (laughs) beam it into the void no no um i I take that i take that upload and i um i store it away in one of my protective data vaults um and then i feel this twitch this this twitch on the other side of the ship as as I feel this other essence waking up. Okay. Very and nice. May or may not be a continued connection with that. Yeah. That other character. I see, I see 314 kind of having some sort of weird, uh, you know, running some diagnostics on why they feel so strange about Mason, Mason's termination. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Some and, weird... and, right. And trying to process and understand why right. this limp form suddenly is, is, um, yeah. The electrical signals stopped emanating from it. And... Right. And why that makes him feel so strange. Feelings. Sad face. Feelings. <laughs> Very good. Sad face Love emits it. across the data pad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Emojis. Um, all right. Let's go. I think maybe Echo and Cornelius. Um, do we want to we wanna see what those guys are doing? Do you want to jump ahead to like or Cornelius, do you want to do some work first? But you know, there's the tempting offer of lots of shit from Echo for his death move. Yeah, and well, I mean, so Cornelius, he he gets this DNA, and I I, I feel like there should be some resolution to the DNA because perhaps that can plant some seeds for nice. future nice. generations of like, hey, I've, he's identified all the people who you know should be having access to the systems. Like, does that? information make it to someone who matters or is it lost for another you know for the next generation to uncover somewhere mm-hmm. um yeah well i mean i totally see cornelius as, as surviving to the next age so um, well I, so I, it wasn't that i wanted to see so i had something better in mind which was oh. the reti- retire to safety create a relic to pass on and make a new character oh, so because nice. i was thinking he'd be more like the guy who who put something together because he helped all, his his drives have usually helped the ship in some way. He's right. you know restored Actually, the food vats, vats or whatever. He's he killed, collects uh, what's his face. Yeah, he, well, he yeah. collects stuff um, you know to help the ship, and so like creating some sort of little techie relic would be um, right. yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. And so so that could either involve the holy terminal. I was thinking that he could 
he could upgrade the holy terminal so that it's no longer just this kind of inert you know re- recycling code that people just punch the you know 4 8 15 16 23 42 into every 15 minutes or whatever the whatever it was on lost you know where they kept entering the <laughs> kept entering the numbers um it's like it's not that but actually it's something that's helpful so maybe the holy terminal itself becomes the relic that he leaves behind like hey mm-hmm. this was actually like a wikipedia for the ship check well, it let's out let's not let's not do your retired <laughs> safety yet yeah. uh, i mean we're triggering death moves but we really i don't think yeah. we hit the end of an age i i think um what if we did this what if uh, i don't know echo how you see this but uh, let's do the scene i want to do the scene where like we're so close to uncovering the bridge i want to do the scene where we Uncover the bridge, and maybe the artifact you leave behind has something to do with the bridge. Yeah, that could be it too. Yeah, uh, that's that would totally be some work. linkage between the holy terminal and the bridge that we didn't know existed, or yeah. So and, and uh, for for his retire to safety, I really more had in mind that he would just disappear into the into ship, the bowels of the ship. Yeah, yeah. With, yeah. Uh, with uh, what Toby Stowe. Yeah, yep. what's his dog's name? Or uh, oh, a scr- uh, uh, scrounge. Scrounge, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the beast so, town. Duck, what if we cut to Cornelius and I trying to finish off the hack into the into the bridge? Okay. Yeah, maybe and so uh before it like you've maybe you've gotten some DNA samples from various people, um, and you've uh you know, and you have some idea, like maybe you've gone into the sleeper base, Cornelius, and sampled a bunch of DNA. Maybe you have like a whole like bank of DNA. And maybe uh, Echo helps you build some sort of like rapid uh, sequencing thing that like lets you submit the DNA samples, like you know, kind of like uh, Terminator Two uh, <clears throat> cash machine hacking things. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's how I see something with wires things. and a little keypad. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Easy yeah. money. Um, <laughs> such a that kid is such a oh yeah it's, oh it's such yeah Cornelius is just as cool as Edward Furlong. Come on, yes, yes, I totally see that. <laughs> cooler. <laughs> what do you think? No, nobody's think? cooler. What do you guys think of that kind of uh, mm-hmm. setup? Yeah, because no, yeah, that would set up a, a a download for Echo. And I'm it's still, just... and I'm still glitching a bit, right? I mean, I'm still things things aren't quite right. Yep. From yep. the last encounter. But yeah, that doesn't mean so, I won't try to hop into Cornelius's body to help him out every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I know how much he enjoys that. Well, yeah. So, all right. So let's let's roll with that, you guys. Here, and I don't even want to roll because I, I think we've got enough. I see it as um, we kind of know what we want to have happen, but I want you guys to tell me. Like, you guys, here's what I see is the end result. You're going to get into the bridge, but there's going to be some problem that will require Echo to sacrifice himself. You know, That's in right. this burst of programs right. to overcome to save um, Cornelius to say yes, perfect, yes. Yep. So yep. let's let's go ahead and let's let's narrate that. So yep. you guys tell That's me. I, I mean, I I can see. So you know, once again, the, the Cornelius has been doing his. He's done his DNA research, and he has made his way back to the door of the bridge where he's going to try his improv hack, mm-hmm. and he's maybe tried to raise Echo on the way there you know, like the old ways uh, where he would talk to Echo when he was out ranging mm-hmm. and uh, maybe is, is able to, to reach Echo, but knows that something's up because Echo is, you know, going max headroom mm-hmm. style nice. when he talks. Very good. Um, and, and attempts to do his hack of the bridge 
yeah the bridge doors yeah here's where i'm gonna say like as you're doing the hack of the bridge doors it starts off like you know everything's working fine you know you have to you have to crosswire a couple things but cornelius is is, is totally okay with that um at some I point have to get the, i have to get the dna thing to to receive the dna digitally as opposed to like you know somebody putting their hand on the right exactly. like so that's that that's the workaround i have to make is that the dna has to be sent yeah as a as data as opposed to physical transmission and, yeah. and now, Duck, maybe, maybe I'm inside the system, you know, cyberpunk style. Yes, you yes, know? you totally are. Yep. Yeah, you, 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 you know, you, you're, you're not, you're not thinking like, you know, I'm gonna die today. You're thinking, okay. oh, I want, nope. you know, I'm feeling, I'm not feeling great, but I can help Cornelius out. Um, so then, picture this, right? So the camera pans to inside the bridge, which we haven't seen before, and it's kind of dark with you know the emergency lighting. And you can kind of see like, you know, like the, the green screen a la uh, Nostromo, you know, like text scrolling across. It's like, you know, um, access request to bridge, access request to bridge. And then uh, the music swells and you see uh, illegal access, illegal access attempted, uh, you know, security override protocol, protocol Omega. And like, you know, there's this kind of blinking red light. And Echo, you're going to detect that the ship has like basically tripped the, you know, the, the, uh, the, the, I just shit my pants security protocol. <laughs> and this would be where, like, you know, if you don't do something, um, Cornelius is toast. Like, this is, uh, you know, not little droid bots. This is probably some motorized thing, uh, uh, you know, rolling down the hall with like a mini cannon. See. Or, or it just releases the nerve gas that kills everybody. Yeah, or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. just vents the whole thing down <laughs> yeah. to space, right? Right. Or, or like I see it kind of like maybe turrets silently pop out and like oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be begin to target the door. And Cornelius is lost in, in what he's yeah. doing. Right. And I see it, but only. Only with enough time to do something, not not with enough time to explain. <laughs> exactly. And oh, I just perfect. like that Cornelius is like, finally, I'm smart enough to finally crack right. this. Yeah, Cornelius may it's not even work. know. Yeah. <laughs> right? Is that is that what you're thinking, Echo? Like, Cornelius yes. may not even know. Yes. That, yeah, you're, mm -hmm. Echo is just going to disappear, and Cornelius is going to wonder what happened to him. Uh, but Echo, what, we're, we're doing it. We're doing we're it. Gonna... Echo? Echo? <laughs> And what I think I'll do in, you know, as my dying gasp is I'll leave something on one of the terminals. Like okay. inside like, the bridge. Yeah. Like a message on the terminal when he comes through. And then that's kind of where the file, where I'll leave some of my files that, that I okay. haven't been wanting to tell him. You're, you're welcome, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. So what, what, like, what, what is the message? Do you want to try and say what it says? ASCII art of a penis. <laughs> dick, dick butt. Um, <laughs> how about uh, well, let's let's say like you know, yeah, all that goes down. Um, Cornelius finally, like you know, the the door opens, like you know, and you you feel like you know, Echo was there. He was kind of helping you, but you know, then he kind of disappeared. Um, and you know, you kind of open up, and and you're like, I don't know how you can tell me like what the bridge looks like and how Cornelius feels and all that kind of shit. First, though, like as he's opening the door, these turrets and their laser targeting, which is visible for some reason, like it always is in movies, <laughs> is like is tracking towards him. But right as the, he gets the door open, and as the you know as as the turrets 
would target his back, they suddenly just fall limp. Nice. Nice. I like it. Yeah. But he doesn't and see it because it's behind him. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a there's like a like a net runner type thing with like security ice in mm-hmm. uh, Echo's body kind of just kind of fragmenting, uh, but the ice kind of falling apart and the, like a single spear coming through and like going yeah. into this this grid, this Tron like grid of things. And then it shorts out and then you see the the turrets kind of droop. And you know the whole time Cornelius is just like looking around and wonder inside the bridge as these turrets go. We made Perfect. it! Come on, Scrounge! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, very good, very good stuff. So when we, uh, so the keepers of the long sleep, um, will have control of the bridge. You gain control over the ship's flight controls, direction, speed, and similar. However, the bridge is blind to all but the immediate area of one astronomical astronomical unit, uh, unless you have activated the astrogation arrays. But at the beginning of each session, you get one data, and you get extra options to reveal research. An impending impact, celestial body, or other danger outside the ship. Something useful in the immediate space surrounding the ship. Clues to the location of another system, astrogation arrays, life support, reactor core, or dropships. Seems like astrogation arrays would be the most useful. Yeah, because that's sort of simpatico with the bridge, right? So, right. Um, yeah. And that, so, so were you listing out the what the list? I don't have the Those are the additional options to reveal research. So you okay. can, basically, you get one data, and you can spend it on any of the normal things you can spend a data on, or any of those things because you have the bridge. Um, right, that's for like the next session. That's at the beginning of yeah. sessions, right? So, uh, and now, okay, we're supposed to go through. Um, okay, there's a there's a process here. It's pretty good. Uh, activation system becomes operational, right? So, and, and you know, we spent we get talked about maybe you would get on the bridge, and, but you know, as soon as Cornelius is on, like I think it, you know, you've. It man, it somehow thinks that you know you have the right DNA from all your hacking. Like so, the the bridge starts to activate, right? Like you get, and this could feed into your retirement move too. So you know, think about that. Yeah. Um, so you get the benefits. Um, in its first activation, everyone who does not own the system rolls with the following modifiers: plus one if you have treaty on the owner, otherwise minus one. So we're gonna have to do this for the MC and the throng. Uh, so look at your interaction with the keepers. Plus one if you invested any resources in the system, otherwise minus one. Plus one if you make an investment for no gain right now. And then um, on a 10 plus, choose a fortune. On a seven to nine, choose a fortune and a trial. On a six minus, six or less, choose a trial. And those are on page 67. So I know the collective has a, has a treaty on us. I, I don't yes. believe the throne so does. No, I and then, and then, and the collective has yeah, points. So they're going to get also. a plus two. Yeah, the throng is going to have a minus one because they have no treaty. Minus one because unless, uh, yeah. So you're at minus two for the throng, Mark. Ooh. Uh, unless it, you get a plus one back if you make an investment for no gain right now. But okay, and that would be. You know what? I don't think uh, the stories. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I'll just take the plus two. I could. Yeah, I'll just take minus the minus two. two. Okay, so we're here. We actually get to roll. So um, I think the do we want to do the throng first or the MC first? 
Yeah, I'm willing to go if we want it. All right, give me that. 2d6 minus 2. <laughs> it, it didn't. Oh, I rolled a 2. Oh, I'm, it said it. Uh, I got disconnected. Hold on. Let me refresh okay. here. You you rolled two ones. Are you sure you rolled it? Right? No. Well, I rolled a I rolled a four minus two. Is oh, okay. <laughs> well, man, we can you you can either re-roll it or we can go with that. Now nah, let's go with that. I mean, okay. So you get to choose a trial. On sixty-seven, uh, you said. Yeah. Here, right, let me read the choices, oh, and you can read okay. it too. Uh, losing out on control of the system caused internal strife among your family, leading to desertion. Gain need recruits. You fall into petty squabbling with another group allied with the owner. Say who, and you conduct uh -huh. diplomacy and hold together at a disadvantage when they're involved, but claim by force and subterfuge have advantage against them. Early in the repairs, a disaster struck your family's holding, and no one could or would help gain one treaty on each other family and choose two. Gain need repairs, lose one physical surplus, lose three tech. So you choose two of those. Disillusionment fractured your family into two feuding factions. You control one of them. Change your living space and detail the other faction. Ooh. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going with. divide drove you apart and why the others have the upper hand on you. Wow. Yeah, I think that might be that might be good because that's going to work in what I think this new character's uh, drive was going to be anyway. So I could probably fold in together on that. Okay, one. let's just go with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So and that yeah that maybe that folds in with your new character. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. So think about like I'll come back to you to talk about how that that fracture happens. Yeah. Um, and then uh, let's do the MC rolling with a plus two. You want to take this, Matt? Yeah, you're with a plus two. Okay. Yeah, your echo was more involved in the bridge. Okay, so that's 2d6 plus two. Mm -hmm. Here we come. Oof. Oh, that's good great. Right? I mean, that's super good. <laughs> yeah, he rolled a six with a plus two, listeners. Uh, I'm 2d6. Yeah. Um, great. So uh, you get to choose Same the trial trials. also. Yeah, so it's the same choices. Um, and then there's one more I didn't get to read. Your family is humiliated in the eyes of the populace. Lose one treaty on every group you hold treaty on. But your family comes together stronger than before, gaming advantage to hold together when humiliation or morale is involved. Um, you've already got need recruits, so you can't take that one for the yeah, first one. Yeah, we're in bad shape. Um, the fragmentation one could be interesting for the maintenance collective also. We could, everybody could have their own family for the next season. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work. It does. <laughs> um, I, I don't know that there's enough family. Um, the, the third one is you, you know, some, some disaster strikes, which is kind of like the maintenance collectives in a bad way. Uh, you would choose two of the following. Need repairs, lose one physical surplus, lose three tech. You don't have three tech to lose, so you would probably have to lose another surplus and gain need repairs. We definitely think, need repairs. I think that sounds that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. That sounds right. So what do you have any physical surpluses right now? Let's see if we can make this make sense. Secforce uh, killed all their synthetics. Yeah, you do we not still have had any. a we had two or three, maybe that's... Yeah, but you lost them all. Like, you had the recruits, you lost those, and you gave oh, yeah. need recruits. Um, the only surplus you have is exploration. So I'm going to say, like, 
you know, maybe um, it's such a bad role. Well, it, you guys tell me. Such a bad uh, role. Echo, I told you. I know. Echo, uh, like, I'm okay with just, uh, let's, maybe we just give you the, the need for repairs. Oh, and something happens when you're, you're at like a minus three now. I feel like I need to make you roll to hold together. And maybe if we don't hold together, some important system in the ship becomes jeopardized. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, if so we're going to go out, we might as well leave it really complicated for everybody else. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add the repairs need on here. Yep. Repairs. I'm going to remove our references to Ooh. any... Um, so uh, if your mood hits minus four, you fall into crisis. You're at minus three. Um, but we could, you could fall into crisis anyway. And I like this one. Your family retreats in solitude to work through its issues, giving you advantage, giving you disadvantage with reach until they are convinced out of isolation. I, I see the maintenance collective as kind of like going off and licking its wounds. Um, not that you yeah, guys use reach that often, but I, the, I could easily see the maintenance collective kind of drifting. Like the next generation of humans doesn't know a time when the ship was involved with their affairs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What a I dark mean, Echo's time. triggering its death move. Three one four is disembodied. Um, or or and you know the the maintenance collective fades into religious legend as this, uh, you know, basically force for evil. And then in the next age, uh, you know, there's this, uh, you know, reawakening perhaps I, with I, some. Cornelius knows better, though. Yeah, except like Isaiah, but Isaiah would push the, oh, they're evil. They were evil, well, and they got what they deserved, you know, kind of propaganda spin. Right? I do. Cornelius is not, well, my, my plans for Cornelius have him basically going onto the bridge and learning something there that leads him to exile, basically. So mm. think, think like, uh, you know, Lilu dis discovering getting to the wikipedia entry for war in uh, the fifth element where nice. she loses all hope and you know has to learn that love is what saves humanity but nice. uh but no, something like that where he becomes this maybe he learns about the void on on the bridge and becomes disillusioned and, and vanishes forever but leaves something behind that can help the next okay. generation all right uh three and four were you were you gonna say something? uh well i was gonna tie in um the uh as a as a kind of a parting shot for the maintenance collective kind of falling falling into uh, on a hibernation into a dormant state um, right. uh a final conversation with isaiah would would oh, help you know yeah that. that's on the docket for sure yeah 314 okay. is not done yet um yeah and i i totally see you guys like you know i mean the maintenance collective is not you know, going to be eliminated. You're, you're, you know, you're retreating, you know, you're being made into the, the bad guys totally undeservedly, you know, AIs are the best. Um, <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Cause I still yeah. need a conversation with Isaiah. Yeah. All right. We'll so let's, do we want to go to that? And uh, Cornelius, so you're, are you thinking about what the form of your, um, yeah, think about that. We'll come back to you. Yes. What the form of your final gift is going to be or your final, and if you want to talk about what Cornelius learns that makes him go into retirement, that's okay too. Because who knows the you know maybe we define the void. 
Uh, maybe we don't. I kind of like it on this side. All right. Uh, let's do that conversation between. So 314, you're going to seek out uh, Isaiah. Yeah. Yep. And I'm thinking he's probably in another hospital bed. He's doing a lot better than Mason is, right? Maybe he's a little bit healthier or younger. So, you know, he's there. He's not going there's no, as far as you know, there's no threat. He's dying, uh, but he is severely injured. So, you know, he's in a, he's in a bed and he's on a drip. So, uh, okay. Um, so my, my, is he, is he conscious? Cause I kind of see yeah. him being, okay. He's conscious. Okay. Or what do you want him to be? I'll, you know. So the, and this would kind of get you out of having to role play on it. But uh, the okay. way I see this is, um, you know, three on four, um, kind of the same, the same um, way he popped in with Mason is machines start whirling. Um, and he, mm -hmm. he looks at, he's looking at uh, Isaiah and understands that Isaiah is in a, in a pretty bad way. But like you said, he's, he's not, um, he's not terminal. Right. Um, I see it as he is unconscious though. Okay. Um, Oh. And three and four is not able to, to you know he, he recognizes through vital signs that that's the case. Okay. Um, and three and four has two objectives here. He wants to, come. You know, three and four is is very much still afraid for the the ship and the um, long term mission. He understands that the void is um, a a threat that no one really seems to realize. It's looming in the darkness. Okay. Um, I thought. So, but didn't you argue last time the void was looking out for you? I mean, or is it kind of? Is it both? It right. It's 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 both. Like it okay. it is. It's both the. It actually. I can, I, I can handle I that. I think I rolled. I, I want to say it was because you. I from my notes, you were saying you know the void is trying to warn us. Right. Or something, you know, there is something out there and, you know, ah. whether you, maybe there's something out, maybe there's multiple things out there. That's right. That's right. Is, it's not necessarily that it is the, it's not the threat. It is the, it's the, uh, the warning bell mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. threat. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know how to communicate that. I tried communicating that in the shipwide meeting and it turned to disaster. Um, and so I want to upload and I assume this will be a role, but I want to upload my understanding, my like a, a last breath. I want to summon all the capacity I have left of my my being. Mm -hmm. I want to upload two things into Isaiah. I want to mm -hmm. upload the plans communicated by Mason and the the okay. um, the the basically the utopia that could be achieved okay. um, if only there was this grand um, council of the families. And also, I want to impart my um, connection to the void. I want to, I want to tie Isaiah to that that connection so that he experiences the void like I did. Nice. Now, um, uh, I don't know if uh, Mason, were you thinking your your other character was going to try and get this information, or maybe it's even better if it's in Isaiah and. You know, it's not directly accessible to the the guy that's coming as the 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 woman who's awaking. 
Yeah, I'm fine with that. I think she might not be aware of that yet. That's maybe something probably she too can much learn. for her to process all at once. Yeah. I love this. I love we you know, we're gonna have to hog tie Gersh to make him show up because his character <laughs> is gonna be like the crux of everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the <laughs> so conflicted, like, yeah. Oh, I love this. Um yeah, do you I have a plus you, three hold on him? I don't know exactly yeah, how no, much uh, I think you can spend a hold uh like uh where's your where's your touch by the hold? we you did um you did touch of the touch of the void. Uh, you may spend this hold one for one to cause one harm, or to give them fleeting advantage disadvantage to the next roll. So that's the official thing. Um, but I'm going to say you can give yourself uh, like advantage and a plus one if you want uh, to the roll. Okay. Um, and what are you going to? So what is it? A death move? Blah, blah, blah. So it, it is. It's. So the the death move is um, giving him the ability to. He basically gets the I have seen the void touch gotcha. move. Gotcha. That's my fleeting like. Um, give me I'm, um, I'm connecting him. Just give me a two d six uh, or a three d six with a plus one. Uh, All right. And do you does it use a stat? Does your void you steal? What's your steal? My steal is one. Okay. Give me a. 3d6 with a plus two, and we'll take the top two with a two. Here, I'm just going to do a 3d6. Yeah. And then... Ooh, yeah. So nine, 11. Nine that's a plus... full... Yeah. It's okay. going to work... Uh, yeah. So... We'll go ahead. Yeah. yeah, it's going to work perfectly as well as uh, 314 could have ever hoped. Right. There's a there's this confluence of um, technomancy and um, not quite... It's not spiritual. It's... Um, um, I don't know what you call uh, this ethereal merging of technomancy and ethereal energy. And I'm able to tie Isaiah's consciousness to the void um, so that he can, he can experience the things that I've experienced because I, I as a not human ha- have not been able to properly convey and communicate the the disaster. And, and as a, as a dying, as a dying gasp, I'm conveying this to someone who I think can make a real difference. Um, and then at the same time, what I would like to do, and this may be a separate role, but I want to also pound in there the um, the vision that Mason gave me. Oh, I, I think it's all part of the same role. Okay. I mean, you don't have to roll for your death move. That happens automatically. So gotcha. I think okay. you were rolling to transmit this vision. So we have, so we have Isaiah. Um, Getting flashes of visions of, yeah. of this utopia this that could be. Yeah. He's got he's got this uh, subconscious plan for a utopian government in his head, plus this uh, connection with the void, which he sees as the devil. Um, <laughs> it's very confusing. That'll, that'll vision. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, such. I mean, I think I, Gersh and I may just solo role play this. Be on several hours out of just yeah. <laughs> figuring out what the hell this guy's experiencing. Yeah. He, he's going to be like, "Well, I want to do this." I'm like, "No, I'm going to compel you to do this other thing because." <laughs> That's what it gets for breaking my meeting. That's, That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> Good. Very nice. All right. And, you know, 314 is with his last. Fizzles into ones and zeros. Yes. Yeah, Mostly good. zeros. Yes. Mostly zeros. <laughs> uh, I know how that feels. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, everybody's dead except uh, Cornelius. Uh, have you thought about what your retirement? Well, technically, Isaiah's not dead, right? He's no, just, I'm, I know. He's, 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 he's just tr- transcended to another. We've done three death moves already. Not dead yet. <laughs> not yeah. Dead not dead yet. yet. 
I feel happy. Almost <laughs> I feel happy. Uh, so what what are you thinking, Kyle? What's 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 the what's Cornelius's uh, walk into the the ship sunset look like? Uh, I mean, so I'm just kind of thinking out how he goes through, you know, finally getting under the bridge, like kind of wondrously looking at, at just the terminals and I don't know, the different stations of the bridge. I mean, it's probably a pretty big bridge given this, this is a massive ship, right? Maybe it's like a, you know, a two level type bridge. Yeah. Um, and so just kind of wondrously walking around, watching stuff kind of blink to life. Um, and, uh, I actually even there's a picture on the there's a bridge thing on the handouts thing. Because that's where I've been track. That's where I track the uh, points. That's why, and I just had it wrong. Um. So, but I think you know there would be clearly like kind of a main terminal, um, that he would approach and start, obviously, just d- delving into like. You know, some a lot of people would be like, "All right, now it's time to go back and get other people, you know, to help me discover right, this." Yeah, but yeah. he, you know, just has to keep going and keep learning, um, and so goes to the main terminal. And I, I'm not sure how he gets to learning about the void, um, but I can only well, think that uh... I can only think that there there's something on here, something. You know, now that I've looked at it and studied it, it looks like a warning, you know? <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's, as he's reading it, his excitement kind of starts to, his eyes get bigger and his excitement kind of starts to turn to trepidation. Okay. Um, and then dread. And then he's, he just starts kind of flittering more through, through more programs and opening more. No, it can't be. Yeah, no. opening more data. And it's, it's all just warnings and problems and, you know, a, 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 like an assessment, a very grim assessment of, of what the ship faces, even if, you know, everybody was at their assigned stations and everything was working properly. Ooh, and he knows that that's obviously not anywhere near the case <laughs> on the ship that they're on. It's sort of like having your entire world appended, like the little safe cocoon, or maybe not so safe, but still the little, but you know. something you knew. And, right, uh, the, the, this familiar cocoon you'd been in was now suddenly torn open and the threats well, the that you thought you were used yeah. to are if much the destination worse. destination is not as idyllic as perhaps the Keeper's, you know, that's his religion, right? I mean, Cornelius may yeah. not have the trappings, but he's he's he is a Keeper, right? He's got to be mm-hmm. a true believer at some level. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, but, he knew all the Sunday school stuff. And, exactly, exactly. And it was supposed to be, you know, we were doing the right things, and now he learns that no... We were we were doing some things. We were doing a tiny little fraction of the things that we actually needed to be doing in order to avoid complete disaster. <laughs> so what and, is uh, what is the relic that he leaves behind? So and that's I'm, I'm having trouble. Okay, coming. I mean, it is going to be something that he can send back to, or either either leave or send. It's uh, yeah, I'm not I mean, sure the I mean, best I way know to do he's it. He's a very gadgety kind of guy, but he totally Tamagotchi. Could be like, Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. Um, Leaves on the. But it totally could be a program or like a document on the holy terminal, right? Yeah, that or he learns that hey, there's this. Uh, there, there's one of the programs here is a node 
that if I just activate this node and that turns the holy terminal on to do what it's supposed to be doing. Oh, um, nice. in, yeah. Instead of like the kind of rump, you know, system performances that it had been doing, it's now integrated into the ship. Okay. And uh, I don't, I don't know that that necessarily finally unifies. Remember we had the thing where, where the maintenance collective knew the destination, but not how to get there. And that the, there were, we had some catch 22 between the maintenance collective and the keepers, right. Between who, what they knew about the destination there was some, like you guys had the terminal. I can't remember completely either. You guys had the terminal, but check didn't. My, check the family notes because it might be in there. Because that could be something that could be, like you know, maybe closing that loop. Right. Could be something that could work, but also. But I don't think the destination. I mean, you know, maybe the destin. Like I don't know, the destination doesn't sound as good as it used to anymore. Right. Let's see, keepers of of sleep have the destination data. We do not, but they assume we do. We have not done anything to correct their misconceptions. So I think that was the the relationship between the keepers and the maintenance collective. Let's okay. Because that's look, I'm looking at the maintenance collective family. Let yeah, you guys had you guys the the destination was in the totally terminal, but the main the maintenance collective didn't have access to it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the the AI does not have access to this terminal. It doesn't know the ship's destination. However, the keepers don't realize the destination is actually encoded. In the so, yeah. so like we have it, but don't know we have it, and right. they um, don't know what it is and don't know how to get to it, but that yeah. we had it. So. I mean, so that's, that doesn't necessarily have to be a thing. That's just something I, yeah, that, that occurred well, to me. Like that's some way that that Cornelius's relic that he leaves behind is either the holy terminal itself, where he integrates it fully into the ship, and suddenly the keepers, like their their religious relic, starts telling him a whole bunch of new stuff that they never right. knew before. Yeah, like if a screen pops up and it says, "Do you yeah. play a game?" Yeah, a little like paper it. clip that says, "Would you like to, you know, yeah, learn more about." You turned on the yeah. helper paperclip. Right. Oop, you hold that you hold down alt shift too long here. Do you right. want to turn sticky keys on? <laughs> like <laughs> Yep. Um, Would you like so, to learn why the destination is perhaps yeah. <laughs> uh, a one way ticket to hell? It, press Y. Why? So All I, right. I, uh, I think we can maybe we can just leave it at that. Like you enable some other Right, the, the uh, relic he leaves open. behind is our relic. He, yes. he just it's he just some, improves its functionality so that the keepers and, now and learn we, more. And and we can define that when we need to. Right? Yeah. yeah, we can get but, the specifics of that later on. But that what he's learned, and and so he does that to help because he knows this will help. But he can't stay. Like he can't. He yeah. can't deal with it anymore. He doesn't want yeah. to. He just wants to go and just and just range in the ship for the rest of his days. And just... and I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to throw in that, like, you had to sneak out because Sec Force is enforcing martial law, and they are not letting people range around the ship anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, so he can't go back because he knows he wouldn't be able to to leave again. Right. right. So that also helps push him along, but also and knowing you know what, existential you know what, dread. Also, yeah. Here's another uh, idea for a relic you could leave behind, since the keepers have control of the bridge. Maybe your relic is uh, like a secret. Uh, path uh, to the bridge so that the keepers can utilize it without having sec force basically kind of lock them down. 
Yeah, you know, and, and he, he could send that through the holy terminal too. So right. know, knowing that whatever acolyte you know is guarding the holy terminal will hear beeps from it and turn around and see yep. these priority messages. Yep. Yeah. Zooming so I, in. I, I think that's a perfectly that's a very Cornelius thing. Is like here's the secret here's the secret pathway that you know SecForce has no idea about. You can get to the bridge. You can get all this data. You know, and you know now the holy terminal. Like maybe maybe in the next age the holy terminal. The bridge becomes the new place, like the secret sanctum of the Holy Terminal, or something. Right? Yeah, it's yeah something that that basically takes the keepers to the next level of their religion, basically. Which yeah, of you know just rever revering this kind of inert yeah terminal. But and but now then it's Isaiah's going to have to lead the keepers while having all this knowledge that you know the yeah. void is out there and. Like and it. it's it's you know who knows maybe Cornelius makes a next a guest appearance in the next generation as this mad hermit that people have heard you know living off somewhere in the depths of the ship. Ben okay. <laughs> Kenobi, I thought he was yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, inspiration point for Matt. Very nice. All right, uh, good work. Um, all right, so uh, Wait, and, and I assume he takes Scrounge with him. I mean, we never really oh, yeah, resolve sure. Scrounge, but. Yeah, but, Scrounge was like, uh, you know, a roll on a random table or something at some point. Uh, yeah, or, or maybe Scrounge just eats him in the depths of the ship. Yeah. <laughs> All our pits are winning. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't see it that way. You guys seem to get along pretty well. So. Mm -hmm. um, although he does need blood or something, right? <laughs> but Scrounge could lead him to places that he'd never been to before, probably. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe he could lead him to the uh, the Lido deck where all the, the ladies are. Uh, <laughs> That's why he never comes back. That's right. He just right. has a hundred wives. That's right. All the, all, on the maybe hand. it's all the female replicant bodies that they had. They wanted the unison. No. They never quite got it right, though. Just keep that in mind when you're picturing yeah. <laughs> Just nothing but Maybe they're all like and... anime shapes, right? And Literally <laughs> uncanny valley. It's all waifus. <laughs> well, you know what, guys? I have to say, I think this is the end of the age. Woo! I think you guys have done it. I think uh, the, nice. the curtain is going to close... Uh, you know, camera pan back, the ship perseverance, maybe, you know, maybe the artificial hub is rotating is pan back and you see it, you know, hurtling into space. Maybe there's some vaguely ominous music. Maybe there's some weird shimmering at the edges of the camera that, you know, may or may not be the void. Um, you know, we, we've seen uh, Mason's um, uh, replacement kind of you know open her eyes in the sleeper categories uh, you know for season two we've seen uh you know there's there may be some stirrings in the maintenance collective as it kind of pulls back and you know there's some code running as it tries to reassemble some sort of uh self-aware units um for its next incarnation you see cornelius uh you know with a lot of hair ranging around the ship <laughs> you see you see isaiah you know sitting at his desk and you know maybe like you know massaging his temples as these weird ideas uh run through his head uh and and the ship just soldiers on as it as it roars off into space and uh and the and then ominous music continues and you see you know the sec force 
goons walking around. You see uh, enforcing martial law. Martial law. You see, uh, you know, people not particularly happy. Um, and 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 the curtain closes, and um, you know, we'll have to see what happens in the next stage. But yeah, definitely shit happened in this one. That was great. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So good. That was a nice little story here. It was. You guys, it's all you guys for sure. Uh, I love how these things just kind of grow out of what you guys come up with. So mm-hmm. I like this system too. And, you know, I think we, we probably didn't do it total, total justice, but we used it enough that I think there's, there's a good system there. I like the zooming in and zooming out. Um, and Mark, you said you were kind of curious. You were going to run like a regular legacy. At some point. Yeah. I wanted to run like a vanilla one, you know, not the setting, but the, you know, something I wanted to add in that uh, engine of life uh, supplement too. Oh, I think there's some good, there's some good families in that, uh, in that one. Yeah. Sign me up, man. That's, be, yeah. Yeah. I'll keep you in mind. I'm thinking it'll probably be later, later this year, but. Um, Perfect. Okay. Yeah. I really enjoy this one. Yeah, I, I really like, yeah, the, I mean, there's something about generation ships and you guys nailed it. Honestly, like, yeah, this society you created, um, I would love to come back to it at some point. So we're, we're definitely going to leave that open because uh, it's really good. Launch it at the next AAC cast. There you go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this, this fall, we can kick it off. Season two coming in October. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we can do all the trailers. We could get. Uh, Hollywood to you know make us some <laughs> drop some teaser trailers before the con. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Yeah, because I don't know what what character. <laughs> I've not yeah, given any thought about a new character. Like, you know, we've used the only ones we you know we didn't really get a lot out of the soldier because Pete wasn't there, and then there's the learned. Um, but we've kind of used them all, so you know we'd have to like kind of flippy floppy. We could do different families, although that's not really, I don't know. It's almost like they need more character types in this. Yeah, I was thinking that too. The playbooks are, we kind of ran through them already, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, I uh, see, like, we could come up with a different spin. on. Top yeah, of that's what we'd probably have to do, right? Yeah, you totally could. And, you know, the diplomat and the, um, and we haven't done the learned and that kind of thing. So Yeah, I want to sleep, but I was going to choose. New characters, I think, and, and make it work. Um, but yeah, it does seem like, it seems like for these kind of systems though, they need, they don't need as many families and they need a lot more character types, but that's just, Mm -hmm. but, but like you say, you know, if you're doing the vanilla one and you're throwing other character types from another book, that may work pretty well. I mean, you could bring the new families on because if, if, if you have a, and I don't know if everyone here will, will play again for season two, but with, with enough people, um, you could do, I mean, what the system was originally was to have each person be a family, yeah, right? Right. Yep. And, yeah, so, we and we had a couple families splinter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the, so, I mean, we could each be different families. The and, and, then, and maybe the maintenance collective splintered, right? So, um, did. yeah. So, yeah, everyone, we could be back to the, and, you know, yeah, we've talked about this before, right? But I did it just because we were going to do it at a con, and I didn't feel I felt yeah. like trying to get everybody to be their own family was going to be too much. Um, and I thought it, it it definitely led an interesting aspect, and it was nice when we had you know as long as we had somebody from a family here, we could kind of move forward. So yeah, it did provide some nice redundancy for 
<laughs> but it does have a disadvantage. Like, you know, you kind of have to, like, there was always, it always can, like, you know, Cornelius never really was the one in charge of the keepers. So, right. Um, you were kind of your own faction in some sense. So, um, anyway, but it still worked. I liked it. Absolutely. Do we have any idea how much time we want to pass before in the into the next uh, the next season? You got well. You guys tell me. What do you think? That's totally up to all of us. Like when you 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 mean in the real world or in no the- no no in in the in the in the fiction? You know how much time passes? Is it is know? it truly a, a generation? Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, or is it or is it just a few years? Isaiah, um, I mean, we could say, you know, Isaiah is like a 30-year-old, so it could be, you know, he can be the older statesman when we pick this back up again. So, like, I'm thinking... Trying to know, execute on the visions that he's had. Yes, yeah, or or just totally mad by that point. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be 10 years in the future. It could be, you know, 50. It could be everybody could be dead. And, you know, mm-hmm. offline triggers a move, and uh, somehow that, you know, I don't know. Yeah, Gersh may decide to do something else with Isaiah. Who knows? Uh, what do you? What does everybody else think for the time pass till the next stage? Any thoughts? I mean, it does kind of come down to Gersh because it, it would be yeah. interesting. It would be interesting if he was still alive, um, right? In a, and and like the, sort of the one link to the previous story, trying to yeah. um, trying to do something. But if he wants to do a new character, you know, obviously you'd want to be able to do that. So. Um, so that that would change that could potentially change the the time frame. Although I mean, mm-hmm. it could still be you know just ten or twenty years, even yeah, if he, yeah, whether he's thinking, alive or like ten. Right, right. Uh, you know, it doesn't. It's not like uh, like the stories on the ground where. Yeah. I mean, who knows how long the ship was was traveling to its destination? You know, maybe mm-hmm. hundreds of years, but still, you know, in ten twenty. I I don't think life expectancy is going to be super long with you guys eking out on existence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, how long would it go before they've unlocked other ship systems, you know, especially right. now that they have access to the bridge? So. Like, I think the martial law is going to kind of crack down. Like, sec force is definitely going to be, um, you know, uh, Arch for a bit, a little bit, a little bit conservative on, you know, any research and that they're going to like, you know, they're going to learn and making air quotes from their mistakes and you know, nobody's going to be exploring the ship. Everybody's just gonna, you know, you're gonna work in the food vats, you know, every, you know, order, you know, law and order. And with and the maybe main that collective right. on the wayside, there's not gonna be. I mean, that, right. main, there's, main's there's collective not... unlocked a lot of literal doors. Um, exactly. And maybe the keepers become, you know, the sort of underground uh, of, yeah. of, of because they, with access to the bridge, they start learning stuff more, right? They're getting that potential data at the start of every session. So it's heretical. Like, you know, maybe, maybe there's a sect within the keepers, maybe led by Isaiah, the church of Isaiah, yeah. maybe his brain fragments, <laughs> maybe one, one personality of Isaiah, like keeps up. Oh, good Lord. So much. Run. I mean, he's, he's running fight club, right? He's <laughs> two, <laughs> two separate personalities there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That don't know that the other one is moonlighting. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's... So we'll we'll see what he wants to do, and uh, you know, I I think if and you know Gersh, he yeah, I mean he has been pretty good about showing up uh, more recently. Like, and for DCC is pretty good. So um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him today, but 
anyway, we'll worry about that. You know, it probably won't be at the earliest until like the fall or early next year where I, I think about doing a season two, but it's always going to be yep. out there. So you guys can always bug me about it. Well, yep. good. consider me in duck whenever you're ready. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in for this one soon. Yep. Yep. Same. Well, I, yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't. And yeah, if you guys all wanted to do it, that would definitely motivate me as well. But cool next week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how about that <laughs> I do I do I love the I love the setting and I love the characters you got made and the families you guys made. it's really good so can I throw out a generation ship book recommendation absolutely yes uh, children of time yes by Adrian have you read it Yes, I think oh about god. it every time we're doing this. Oh my god, what a book! <laughs> I hate spiders yep. so much. I know, I hate them too. But you know what? <laughs> I like them better after reading that book. I don't know. It's not encouraging for me. <laughs> I really hate spiders. <laughs> I really hated them too. And but then I'm like, they're actually a lot more interesting than I thought after this. But yes, Children of Time. So Have you read good. Children of Ruin or, or Children of Ruin, Matt? Ah. Uh, I read the second book, right? Yeah, second one, yeah. I can't I can't recall. It's been a long time. I have it here, but I haven't read it yet, but I hear it's interesting because it's after yeah. quite a ways after. It's so good. So just a quick synopsis for people. Just yeah. I mean it's a relationship. There are periods of like a chapter will be a snapshot of a generation ship. Um and then it'll go on, and then it'll be hundreds of years later, and you see that the Ooh. major like socioeconomic changes and just all the oh, different just things. Like that... system in a nutshell, very nice. It, yeah, it's so good. I think about it every time we're playing this. Well, meanwhile, so uh, this isn't spoiling because it happens right away. But meanwhile, um, this is another one of those books where like Earth's empire has collapsed; their interstellar empire has collapsed, and and so it's the remnants of that. But before it did, they had this terraforming project. And they were supposed to they were supposed to have these apes that were gonna go down there and they had this virus that was rapidly going to evolve them into sentient beings. Well I won't I won't tell you how it all happens, but it but it doesn't go to plan. But the virus still ends up on the planet. <laughs> the virus still ends up on the planet and it and instead it evolves arachnids and other and other um, you know, insect species and other species. And it is Fascinating. They turn to dessert. About, they create dessert. <laughs> yeah. Basically. To think about what, what, how, you know, and there's some, what feels like pretty good research done around, you know, what a sentient spider would be. It's good. So it's, it's snapshots between the, you know, hundreds of years of the humans and, and living on a generation ship and then yep. the, what, what a hundred years of um, these rapid um, hyper evolution um, yeah. of a spider yeah it's mm. it's, it is it's awesome. fascinating okay <laughs> it's really right, good I'm, uh, yeah i'm checking it out for sure children I, of time i love a good book recommendation that's awesome you should have it's recommended the... it before it's yeah. season two i tried to figure out how to work it in but you know <laughs> but i you're right i i thought i think about this every, every time i think about that book every time we play this yeah adrian Okay. Yep. Where's the sentient spider family for next uh, yeah. season I'm, You know, I, I'm working on my uh, anime RPG. It's not that hard. Like, if if we're we can come up with playbooks and and families, it's not hard, right? In fact, yeah. I think the main legacy book actually has some tips for like you know adding 
adding your own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, we could certainly do it. I think we know enough about this generation ship. We could certainly design our own. So keep that you in mind. I, I, you, you know why I didn't mention it before? Because I've just read it fairly recently. Like I read it six months oh, ago. Well, so we were already in, in Yeah, flight. and six months ago, yeah. I mean, we may have been on session five. So Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's been a few years since I read it, yeah. but it's really good. Yeah. Walker should have Walker should have brought it up before. I actually I want to say I did mention he it offhand one time, but no one had read it, and so it didn't. It was just some yeah. random book recommendation. But you get someone else read it. And, you know. I, yeah, I mean, I obviously, you know, I'm the one that kind of kicked this off. I have, I'm fascinated with generation ship stories. So. I actually I might have read it when you first mentioned this oh. um, RPG before the convention the first time. Okay. So. That had been about right. It had been a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, was it in I was the to... 2019 convention we played this? I it was 2019 it was. convention. Yeah. Yeah. But we had, you started gearing up for this like, oh, like yeah. early, like I in spring. And so I got read it leading up to it. Yeah. Beginning of 2019. I was looking at this. Oh, yeah. Uh, a game I really want to run um, is Vagabonds of Dyfed, which is a, um, it's a it's kind of a pbta system but it's also kind of like a you know everything it's almost like a little bit fady everything is aspects and you know but it's still 2d6 mm. and like if you have a sword that's like you know it has some aspect and you can argue like that should give me a plus one you know you get a plus one but you know it has this other thing and you get a minus one and all that kind of shit so uh, cool yeah Pretty cool stuff. And then Rex got me looking at, I had bought a book called The Spire. That's another one where you're like in this massive city, um, you know, on a, in a deserted world, there's like this spire that comes out of the ground. And anyway, there's all kinds of good stuff out there. Hey, problems. Oh, good. We're, it, have y'all played Blades in the Dark yet? We, um, we tried it once. Um, Didn't work out. No, it was good. It, we, uh, but it was me, Jason and Rex, and we had a great time. We did like, we kind of created some stuff and then we might have done a couple of moves. Um, none of us knew it that well. Uh, I was quasi running it um, and it, it seemed very interesting, but then we were also swamped with other things that uh, we did not continue with. But that I'd be interested. Like really I, good I, one. Yeah, it, it looks really good. There's a lot of, um, I got to tell you, I just got, um, there's a Blades in the Dark because people are riffing on Blades in the Dark. I got the Wicked Ones. Mm hmm which is where you are a um, group of monsters. It's like Dungeon Keeper, the RPG. Ah, uh, yeah. Right. So, and I really like it. The reason I, the whole reason I got it is because you basically, like, part of the process is where, like, you draw a dungeon, right? And then you, like, place rooms and stuff. And I'm like, I really like drawing maps and dungeons and shit. Uh, but, you know, then the adventurers come in and you fight them off. And, Dude, that sounds fascinating to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was that? And that's Morning, Morningstar had skeletons that was kind of like that, where you played as the entry level skeletons when you come into the dungeon, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's and that's Blades in the Dark, that's based on Blades in the Dark as a system. Walker, okay. so that's why I thought of it. That's interesting, yeah. The, yeah. the the whole like the mythos around Blades in the Dark is, is fascinating. Oh, yeah, know that you know, where you've got those like mega whales in the dark city and but yeah. it's it's like well, there's one big city and people are kind of living in this dark gothic yeah you know, medieval style city and, and everything outside is like yeah demons and like all this crazy except stuff except like people go out there and hunt like these big whales out there and shit yeah, uh, yeah. It's, a, it's a fascinating setting for sure 
I, I have uh, I have Band of Blades and still would like to run the Black oh, Company. That's the same there. writer, mm-hmm. right? It's just a similar like scheme. Yeah. He morphed it into a. It's a Black Company. It's essentially the Black Company. Um, okay. The RPG, but uh, it's a little more. Um, Band of Blades is very uh, like I've kind of skimmed through both books. Band of Blades is much more on like character stuff, and then. Um, not Band of Blades. Uh, Blades, Blades in the, the Dark. Yeah. Band of Blades is uh, definitely riffs on the Blades in the Dark system a lot, where everyone actually, you rotate, like, in any given session, someone is, like, the leader, and you're, you're not the same character. Like, you rotate through all the roles and stuff. It's a little... Right. I, Rex was looking at it real hard, because I, I think he's a real big fan of the Black Company. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of us who are. I'm a huge fan, too. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, like, I know, well, Mitch is uh, uh, BGG user ID, for fuck's sake. Toad yeah. Killer Dog. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was uh, he was looking at it. I think he bounced off of it just because, like, it just, it's hard to tell whether it would actually be fun or not, so. Right, um, that's what I thought, But it's too. fascinating. It's a fascinating system, but, yeah, it's not... I would play Blades in the Dark first because it seems more closer to a traditional RPG where you know you have characters and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you, you basically run like a little family gang syndicate. Like you're, you're yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah, you're going off and like robbing rich people and trying to like make your gang stronger in this like gothic dark, yep. Um, yep. dark medieval fantasy where if you if you die, then your soul might be like captured and resurrected by this like evil weird other essence it's it's, yeah. it's fascinating yeah but is um is scum and villainy is is that blaze in the dark that is uh blaze in the dark yes okay it's in but my Star Wars. I can look at it it's right it's right in my blaze in the dark pile over here <laughs> <laughs> i can see it yeah scum and villainy is good i i can't i can't resist any space games so. well, especially if it has any tie to star wars for me yeah Scum and villainy? What are you talking about? <laughs> I think that uh, might be hive. The hive behind scum and villainy? What are you talking about? They can't patent that. No, they sure can't. <laughs> no, they cannot. But it definitely is... Uh, but you can add CG to it. Just uh, give them a minute. That's right. Yeah, I mean, the problem is there's too many good things. I'm actually, uh, with this closing out season or age one, and Oddity High closing out. I'm down to just a couple, so that's good. So I'll have to. I'm gonna have to think long and hard about what's what's next for me to run. Of course, I've got so many things I'm in. It's probably best if I just don't start anything. Yeah. Well, I well, did get my rule cyclopedia ducks, so that we could always do a little. BX. Oh, nice. A little old school. Uh, sure. And I that's bought, definitely on. The, I bought that a couple of years ago. Yeah. What do you think, Matt? Oh my god! I think it's fantastic. I, <laughs> I think you. I, told you, I can't like, believe I waited like, so long. <laughs> oh, you blah blah blah. I'm like, just get it. You will not regret getting it it's, because I'm it's like, phenomenal. I've been carrying it around for weeks, and I just, it's a drive-through does a hardback print of the old rule cyclopedia from the early '90s, which is they took all the BX expert, and all the, the red box and the blue box and the yep, and the and black the box and box. the gold box. And they yeah. put them all in a in a hardback, and then drive through is basically reprinting that, and they did a pretty damn good job. Oh man! Oh nice! Huh. Yeah. I bought one off of eBay. Thirty bucks. Oh yeah, just, wow! Just okay. get it through drive through, uh, Mark. 
because I, well, Mark's I got the original, right? You, I, I, like yeah, I have a copy of the original. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. That's even better. But, uh, oh, yeah. If for someone who doesn't have it, I'd say just get the drive through copy. Yeah. They do. It's gorgeous. I mean, yeah, drive throughs doing good stuff. Like, their hardbacks are decent because I got, they have the one with Dark Sun. They mm-hmm. have, like, Spelljammer now, which I have not gotten yet, but that one may be next. Um, they have all the, like, ruins of the Underdark and all that kind of shit. So. Yeah. It'd be nice to have physical copies of those without having to pay fucking, yep. fucking insane prices. prices. Oh, they have, and they have uh, Star Frontiers in a yeah. hardback bound. Wow. And Nighthawks in a hardback bound. Those are great. Yeah. I gotta get totally the Star And they're all, you know, they're yeah. all around, the hardbacks are all around 30, you know, high 20s, 30 bucks, and then you, know, you pay bad. your rates for shipping. Yeah, they take um, a minute to get to you, but not too long. Right. Well, yeah, they're way backed up on their printing, yeah. but yeah, it's not too bad. It's yeah, gorgeous. It well worth it. Yeah. Oh, and they're, awesome. you know, they're just scans. They're not the best. You know, you're not going to get like a new print copy of something from, you know, all the layout from today, but it's but, better I mean, than lot, anything you're going right. to print out at home. Sure. And that stuff from the 90s anyway, it's not like those were, right. you know, uh, super high quality so printing. Is, it's but, crisp. It doesn't look like those bullshit OCR scans for, that you get sometimes no. on Amazon. At all, they did. They did a decent job. Yeah, I, 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 I love it. Sit down and read it. And I was using it like you saw. I mean, in their OOC game, mm-hmm. like, oh, you want to know how much that weighs? The, the encyclopedia has the weight. Oh my, my, <laughs> my OOC tome just showed up today. Oh, nice. Nice. Along with the uh, planar compass. Ooh, I got planar compasses. Used to be called Dreamhaven, right? Yep. Yeah, I got I got Dreamhaven. I've got that the limited edition before they had to change the name. Because they printed it as Dreamhaven, and then someone told them, "No, you can't have that name." So. But I, I definitely I like that that planer because that has the OSC like psionics and stuff. It really still cool. says Dreamhaven on the back though, but just as a like where what the place is. It's not the name of the actual the, the design game. Yeah, sign design sign. <laughs> I guess there's going to be more of these. This is number one, summer 2020. So yeah, no, they're they definitely come. I think I'm signed up. I think they've got a preview page out on the next one. And I was looking through the last one. I don't know if you've looked through it. I mean, it's got like, you know, it, it's a good book. It's one of the better OSC uh, zines I've seen. So I'm definitely going to get the second one. Definitely. All right, boys. Well, hi, friends. This was a uh, this was a very good time, and I appreciate you all uh, going on this trip with me. I'm doing such yeah, a good I'm, job. I'm, I'm glad we oh, stuck through it too. Yeah, yeah, thanks for putting it together too. Yeah, no problem. Yep, yep. Look forward yeah, to that. Good time. Yeah, Absolutely. no, I'm glad we we persevered. Uh, I find yeah, usually like just just kind of persevering to the end is you know you you I, I have not regretted that yet. Just yep. just keep pushing. I think this is the only, only the second. Like RPG, guild RPG, I've been in that's actually finished. You know, I mean, well, excluding I mean, excluding one shots, but yeah, but uh, the, many... because World War Cthulhu, right? And this, right. yeah, I don't know how many guild RPGs have actually finished because yeah, well, that's that's the there's not a lot. Right? So yeah. Yeah. I'm just, but I'm in so many that are still, you know, aliens still going. Yeah, and Cy- I don't... Cyberpunk's still going, although Jason may TPK us tomorrow. We'll see. Yeah, that's right. Uh... <laughs> I guess he, yeah, I guess I've been in, a, like, uh, I was in World War Cthulhu. Dave finished up his Gunslinger one. Um, 
we quote unquote uh we we ended the traveler one we started season two but then i kind of got tired of that so um first fall of delta green ended that's right yeah Yeah, and there's there's which ones just fizzled out without finishing and which ones actually like you know concluded Uh, Um, oc all the new jersey all the jersey 83 ones are usually short enough that they finish yeah, so we got that going for us. Well, we nice. finished the first chunk of Oddity High. That's right. And that I, was I, on for I'm a long time. Call that a season one. I'm going to call that yep. a, an ending. Yep. And you know, I mean, there's nothing that says you can't pick it up again, which is you know why we leave. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope you do. Well, how many other ones are you? Well, DCC is DCC is probably got 50 more sessions in it, Kyle. <laughs> uh, there's well because the DC because I was only in a couple of DCC yeah well, adventures but they were rock, right? so, no yeah uh, the, the ones that I was in were just like one shot what are you one what ones are you in that are still kind of going well there's Alien there's Cyberpunk there's Comrades yeah um, and I'm not sure if Comrades is something that's designed I guess that's that's not designed like the generation ship where you go through. Although you, the characters are supposed to die in it, though, because there's yeah, the I whole think, cradle of dying comrades. Thoughts, is, Mark? is that is that you see an end for comrades on? The, yeah, the- yeah, it's designed that once you reach level five in any one path, you're able to um, trigger the revolution. Trigger like the coming into power and overthrowing the you know the government that's existing that you're fighting against. Nice. But that's, that's kind of how it's when you're yeah. administering your new yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think he said his next book is going to be the Civil War, you know. So I, I think it's going to uh, so it'll be a sort of a history pr- yeah, progression like it, of history. Exactly. So you know, you overthrow and then they fight back, and so you're in a you know, you know, civil war after that. So nice, um, nice, nice. See, but that, so I don't know that, when that's going to come up. But... There, let's see, comrades. There's a uh, Strad. Oh yeah. Well, you know, and he's uh, Hollywood said that's a long one. Yeah, that'll go. He said for the next what year at least. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was several years. That's a long ass module. So. Yeah, I mean, you got to work your way up to the boss at the end, right? So. Well, we already be... met the boss. We didn't do so. Well. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, level three fighting strata level three or five yeah. or whatever is not gonna probably not gonna work. Yeah. But I think is that I think that's it. I, Matt Backdoors talked about alien. Um having an end i think he's gonna he's gonna try and bring this season to an end sometime this year i have a feeling yeah i, I think yeah there's not a ton more sessions i think that he had in mind right. for the for the first season and that's good yeah i mean i think it's good to but he's envisioned it as three seasons i think so right. of people that can come and go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah no that's that's good stuff yeah i mean you've actually yeah we've been better i think since uh, I all I can re- so uh, Call of Cthulhu ending, but then um, you know Rex and I. I just remember Rex and I having our competition to see who could actually finish an RPG because Rex. Because <laughs> yeah, I did I did jump in on Zweihander, but that sounds like it's probably yeah. Done. Rex, I think Rex is the number one. Uh, although he's talked about starting up Numenera again, so um, yeah. But you know Numenera, uh, he's done. He has a Fall of Delta Green sixty two. Although that relies on sweet so oh the um, the one ring is the other one that i was like there's i know there's another one that i'm forgetting it's the one ring the one which ring the one ring. yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know what the lifespan of that is well i mean ty, of... ty is might be pretty 
if it's Ty's thing, it might go on forever. Who knows? <laughs> 60, 65 sessions is a, close enough to forever. Yeah. But yeah. We've gotten better about finishing things. I think that's good. Just, All right. Well, yeah. if, if y'all start up a, a Blades in the Dark or a DCC or something, okay. send me a message. Um, I've been a bit scarce the last year, but um, okay. hopefully that'll change. We'll start one up too long. Uh, in September, right? Right when your dude's leaving. Please. <laughs> Let me, I, actually, I hope he leaves before that, uh, honestly. Yeah. But well, um, hopefully, you'll have it all under control and you can come to the convention in October with everything. I'm hoping May yeah. I'm going to have stuff under control. But we'll see. But yeah, if y'all start up something, yeah. shoot me a shoot me an email or a message. I, on I the, feel like I need to be running more GURP stuff. I know you guys are going to shudder, but I I've never done a GURP. Well, you so talk I would, about it. I so would much. do it. I feel like I that's all you should run. <laughs> I feel like I'm ready to buy three hundred dollars worth of GURPS books. So you let me know. To, you don't even have to buy that. But yeah, GURPS is GURPS is good. Um, <laughs> GURPS everything. I do like a giant tome of all the GURPS stuff that I can just oh, get. Right. One big hardback yeah. of everything that I need. It would be like nine hundred cables that of... Biden put his hand on. I mean, it would be uh, oh yeah, know, large Bible. He'd kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fellas, right, I got it. Fortunately, so yeah, same yeah. here. No, this was good. Uh, yeah. You guys have a good evening. And thanks, Doug. Uh, yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks, guys. Right. See you, boys. Be in touch soon. Yeah.